Hey everybody, it's your old pal Mitch Halleck, producer of Connecticut's Terrific Comic Con and CT Gamer Con, both happening at Mohegan Sun. And I just want to let you know, if you're not following us on the almighty social network, you're missing out on a bunch of stuff. So you can follow me on Twitter at It's Terrific Con. That's I-T-S-T-E-R-R-I-F-I-C-O-N. It's Terrific Con. And if you're into gaming, make sure you check us out on Twitter at CT Gamer Con. That's C-T-G-A-M-E-R-C-O-N. And as always, you can look for us on Facebook at Terrificon and CT GamerCon, and we're even on Instagram. So do me a favor and follow me there. Plus, check out my brand new show on YouTube, Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure, where we go every two weeks and look back at the things you love, TV, movies, toys, and more. That's Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure. Now sit back and get ready for another episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Thanks. You're listening to Terrific Con presents the Power Cosmic Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to everything you love. That's comic books, TV, movies, collectibles, and more. Brought to you by Mitchell A.S. Halleck, the producer of Terrific Con, the world's greatest comic con every summer at the Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. Join Mitch and his special guest, Jerry Ordway, and his pals all across the comic fandom as they talk about the things you love. Now, sit back, get ready, and listen to today's episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Hello, welcome to... Yeah, that's it. We're we're on. We're on. Is it working? Yeah. Should be louder, though. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, I can hear you, because that's, that's you. Yes, 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 yes. It should be okay, right? Yeah, as long as there's some type of movement. Hello, it's September 23rd. We're at the Colony Grill in lovely Fairfield, Connecticut. Stop by the Colony Grill and ask for the pizza that Jerry and I eat. <laughs> Jerry always gets his Blue Moon, not Blue Moon pizza. No. Though they could do that. I would really not want that. Imagine if we had to do a spoke if we had sponsors. This is why we yeah, had a sponsor. True. It would have like here. This is Pepe's Parmesan <laughs> cheese, the cheese of choice for your pizza delight. Jerry, do you like Parmesan cheese? Don't you? <laughs> oh yes, I love it. Oh yeah, I put this on my breakfast cereal in the morning in there. Uh, there's a lot of Parmesan cheeses out there. I use it on my washcloth because it's a great exfoliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of cheese out there, but if you have to pick one cheese, kids. This is the cheese. Peppy's. Pe- Peppy's Parmesan now cheese. Now with less sawdust. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's terrible. No. That's why we don't have sponsors on the show. This is true. And we don't even have listeners sometimes. We do well, have Kevin McGuire. Yes. He's our new Scott Martin. Hey, Mitch, should I turn right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was oh, just no, for Kevin. Kevin B. Henkel, we're actually grounded. <laughs> we're sitting in a spot. Look at that. I know. Jerry's laughing. Look, the numbers oh, are no. going crazy through the roof. Yeah. So, we're here talking about issues. I just mentioned... This week marks the 10th anniversary that DC wiped out of all continuity that was created since the crisis in the 80s with a new 52. Yep. Well, their idea was going to have 52 monthly books, correct? Right. But when they came out of the starting gate, the first problem was only had about 38, so that was a little bit of an issue. But what was the idea or the impetus behind 
Starting fresh, Terry, as far as you know. As far as I know? I don't. Yeah. I really don't. I, I feel like they have a mistaken idea that they need to restart yeah. for some sort of new audience. But Was a response to sagging sales? No, I think it's a... I mean, look at it. It's like a Hollywood thing. Yeah. It's like somebody determines this is true, and then they try to make it true. Mm. You know, like a lot of times stuff like has changed. Like rebooting a movie franchise? Yeah, stuff something? has changed yeah. for reasons be- somebody in power has a idea. Yeah. I didn't think... I mean, like... Now, let's go back. Dan DiDio was already there for years He had been there this. since 2000, maybe, yeah, so something like that. Ten years ago, from 2012, what suddenly got in his craw that said, yeah. hey, we're doing this now? Well, I remember... Here's the thing. I remember I was working on the last couple issues of the JSA. Yes. That Mark Guggenheim is writing. Yep. And I jumped in to do, I think, the last two and a half issues because Tom Derenick... Yep. Was pulled off of it to do one of the new 52 books. And uh, I, I do remember that as a painful time for me. Yeah. Because I remember my famous quote. It's famous because I said it well, there's <laughs> so many that. times. It's only famous people remember. I used to, well, I was under exclusive contract with DC at you the were. time. Yeah. And I, when I heard about the new 52 and the fact that there was, I said, okay, I knew I wasn't in, D, in Dan DiDio's top 10 yes. creators. But I was sad to find that I wasn't even in the top 52. Wow. <laughs> so I was left without a book. It was like musical chairs yeah, and yeah. there was no chair. But I, that's why I was finishing up the, the JSA yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I finished, I had nothing to do. So I felt conflicted, but I still did read the books. Yeah. And I thought some of them were fun. I mean, ultimately, it was it, it's an experiment whether you think it's failed or not. Right. Someone loved those books. Um, I liked a lot of them, mm-hmm. but I felt like it was really stupid to throw everything out, especially when they kept Batman. Yeah, they because didn't touch Batman him. was, and they did, they kept Green Lantern because that was Jeff Johns' Green yeah, Lantern. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, in a way, it was unfair. Yeah, continuity-wise, total whitewash. Yeah, it was like weird. That. It was just it to me that kind of tainted it. If yeah. you're going to do a fresh start, then it should all be a fresh start. Right. But uh, I like the fact that they tried to do. A war book. They tried to do monster books. They yep. tried to do a few different genre type things. Yeah. Jonah Hex. Yep. You know things like that. Jonah Hex was a great book. Oh, it was. Yeah. You talking um, about the Pamiati, yeah. Justin Gray ones? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it was a good experiment, but ultimately, it felt like an Elseworlds to me mm-hmm. from the start. And I thought, well, if there's some plan to revert things, yeah, then that makes sense. But if it's just there to get new readers. I mean, I don't know about you, but I bought my first issue of Spider-Man was issue 50. Right. And I, I didn't feel like I was, oh, my God, I'm not going to buy this because it's issue 50. No. I felt like, wow, I have 49 issues to try to catch up on. Yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't a case where I didn't, I felt lost. If anything, I stopped reading a lot of DC books after that because I tried to stick with it. But then I felt cheated because all that stuff I had in my head. Yeah. All that years of stories were all like nothing. Yeah. So it's like, oh. Wow, that was a waste of my life, yeah. wasn't it? You know. Well, I mean, but that's it's the feeling. Like they told me like, you're not important. I, that, that's what it kind of yeah. felt like. It's like all those books you read and all those hours you devoted yeah. to it, fanboy. See ya. Hope you had a good time. Party's over. Yeah. We're going for new blood. Yeah. We don't need you. And the thing is, that's we what always, it felt like. We just as a Marvel reader from childhood, yeah. 
I always felt like continuity was part of the appeal. Yeah. And it appeals to someone who's a collector. Mm-hmm. It appeals to because you want to get if you bought issue forty nine or something or fifty, there's an incentive to yeah, try to, to go find, back the other issues. So that yeah. helps the comic stores with back issues, yeah. right? That was always good. Um, but I think everybody who has that weird brain OCD, set, yeah. you like the idea of something that was there before you. Yeah. Because hey, we all had parents, and your, yeah. our parents were there before us. Yeah, and, there was and like stuff happened to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I always look at comic books as a sense of history. I don't know why, because maybe it's because throughout the decades, you could always tell what's going on in yeah. the world. Like there's certain wars, there's presidents, yeah. there's well, pop they, culture references. It's yeah, like oh, they would, this they book's would from reflect, 1970. Yeah. This is from the the Beatles are meeting right. a, a thing in the Human Torch. Yeah. That's the 60s. Yeah. You know, ca- well they uh, reflected what was going Captain on. Captain America's to a punching Hitler. Yeah. That's World War Two. They reflected. Yeah. I mean, when they're on the newsstands, especially, they yeah. reflected popular culture better because. If cowboys were big on TV, then there were a yeah, lot of co- cowboy there, comics. Or was Batman wearing an Indian headdress on? Right, there something. was. Yeah, yeah. It reflected what was popular because that was, you know, their their thing. That's how they sold them. Yeah. Um, but I did think you I, know other creators that were working on the books that thought it was a great idea? What was the industry buzz like? This I don't is, know. I this mean, has to happen. Like I think people required. were happy to have the work. Yeah. I mean, some people don't like continuity, but to me. Continuity is like anything. Like if you were, yeah. if someone like a offered you a, but no, no, even if someone offered you a job doing something that you were maybe slightly qualified at, yeah. you would do the work to study up. Yeah. So like if someone asked you to ask me to write Iron Man, You'd I would go, go to my comic collection and yeah. I would read Iron Man, even if I wasn't going to use every bit of it. No, so you know because I knew before. what the character was. You know, that's the thing about continuity that I like is. Just because Jimmy Olsen was a turtle boy at one yeah. point, you yeah. don't have to mention that. No. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. So if you're a reader who loved that, right. that's part of Jimmy Olsen's story. Uh, it's not that hard as a creator to, to work with continuity. Yeah. You know, and to yeah. be able to... Again, it's all about how... It's not a it's not a straitjacket. No. Some people say it's a straitjacket. DC loosened up their continuity... In the when early two thousands, when they started getting people from other industries yeah. into comics, but and it they was had like that Elseworlds line, so they could do a standalone yeah. Superman story or Batman yeah. story that's going to affect the monthly titles. That's but again, fine. it's like if you were going to get the writer of Back to the Future, yeah, why wouldn't you expect him to read some comics so that he? In other words, Instead why would you say, look, thing? just you don't have to worry about anything; just come up with your own story. Yeah. They don't have anybody. Now, is this something other? Did they have Bob Gale do that? They had him write some. I thought it was Batman or something. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I was thinking about this nowadays. The level of history within a company is very short because yeah. they're all fairly young people. I mean, Marvel still has Tom Brevoort. Yeah. Tom's probably like the longest employed oh, yeah, guy there, and he knows the continuity. Yeah, I think DC Carlin has hired him, didn't he? But DC has nobody. You know, in that well, Jeff Johns is probably the oldest guy there, but now. he doesn't work at DC. Right. I mean, oh, I mean a he's consultant? a freelancer. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> but well, what I'm Jim saying Lee is, maybe, but Jim Lee doesn't is no. not a continuity guy. He's an art director. Jim Lee worked mostly for Marvel. Yeah, and, and then obviously image. he's done DC yeah. stuff. But I think of guys like Bob Greenberger. Oh yeah. DC had Nelson Bridwell before, in the '60s and '70s. Yeah, you could. You yeah. also had editors who had <clears throat> 30 years experience. Yeah. Now you've got a lot of young people, <clears throat> so you really have no sense of what happened 30 years ago. 
you know, which is probably why they keep reprinting Death of Superman instead of I saw the that. other Superman yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we did tons of stories before the Death of Superman yeah. that I think are have been maybe reprinted years ago in the nineties mm-hmm. out of yeah, print. But God knows that Death of Superman must have been reprinted five or six times. They keep doing At new least. editions, just yeah, like Crisis. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. they keep reprinting it. And again, or, uh, Kingdom Come. There's a certain a bunch of evergreen books yeah. that never go out. Like the Dark Knight Returns, the Watchmen. Yeah, you know. But I mean, it, it, again, I, anyways, I, I like I, continuity, so I, yeah. I felt like the New Fifty Two worked against that, and I wasn't against the idea of it, but I felt like, you know, there's got to be a failsafe here where yeah. you can revert, and yeah. they did do that after what three or four years. What the convergence stuff? Well, when they when they brought regular continuity back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I mean. You got to remember they've changed it how many times in the last ten years? Right, fifty-two. Then they did it. But it's not as much. But it's not about. It's what you said earlier, where you're saying like, if you pick up a comic and you feel like, wait, Flash was Barry Allen or it was Wally West. Why is this not? I don't recognize any of it. It's different than picking it up fresh, where it's never been anything else before that. Mm -hmm. But if you're a long-time reader or even Mm -hmm. a five-year reader at that point. You're going to feel a little alienated. No, 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 no. It's kind you of know? like the Star Trek shows because we get in a fight all the time yeah. in Suntress and, and Franco because they build it upon the foundation that you're watching all these other shows that came for the last 55 right. years. Right, So they'll mention things. So when it's not syncing up to the history they've established, right. you freak out. Right. You're like, wait a minute, that's not true. The Klingons didn't come until the year 200 or something. Right. But if right. they go, hey, you know what? We're throwing all that out. We're starting fresh. They, like they did with the movies yeah just let you know that it's going to be in an alternate yeah, yeah. world that way yeah. it doesn't screw with all the Leonard Nimoy yeah. and William Shatner stuff yeah it's fine and the movie if they did, had done that with the uh, New 52 yeah. and said this is a new universe yeah that looks like they did with the crisis right we're kind of like we're folding this one in right it's not gone right but we're doing this again right maybe it would have been a little easier pill to swallow than and See again, ya. but the the new fifty two very likely, I, I recall at the time, it sold pretty well it on did, the launch because I think everybody was like, "Oh, really? This is a fresh idea," but it quickly did not yeah. stay in favor. Though. But this again, it, don't you think people? It's like people chase a certain it was a thing, gimmick. yeah, and it becomes a gimmick yeah. when. I mean, you know you're in trouble when people start going, okay, when's the real exactly. continuity come back? That's what I kept thinking, too. Like, this is just a stunt yeah. that they're going to do. Like, even when Marvel did the Heroes Reborn yeah. for that one year, they had yeah, the yeah. image guys come in. You're like, okay, when is this ending until we get back to the regular stories? Right. Even now with Spider-Man, when they had the uh, brand new day, right. and he wiped out the memory of Mephisto oh, right, when he right, was right. married. Yeah, yeah. You go, okay, this is good, but when are they going to come back and say, we admit this was a mistake? Yeah. They haven't done it. It's been yeah. a long time now. I mean, I don't think people want to admit the mistake, but Didio's gone. Yeah. So he's not there anymore. So it's not like you're going to hurt anybody's feelings. No. Well, so, I mean, I, don't you think that? Or it's been so long now they can't. Yeah. There's a point where you cut the thread. In yeah. other words, there's like that story thread. 2011. It's cut. Yeah. It returns, but it doesn't return fully. Right. And then how many other things that they've thrown in there that wind up confusing things because some things might actually work yeah that's the weird thing you can't throw out the whole thing because 
maybe what? a new story element here with the green arrow. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's that's popular. Yeah, yeah. Let's not throw that out. Yeah, but we, I mean, we went through that with when we rebooted Superman. Yeah, you picked um, and choose. Was the fact that it's like, wait, some of the things that happened before the burn yeah. relaunch yeah. no longer existed. Yeah, but now we got Mom Pa Cantor alive again. Cause yeah, but it, it, so good. all it did was it offered a little bit of confusion, which I totally understand. Yeah. And I think you could have done that reboot without rebooting. In other words, wiping out Superboy. And you could have, I mean, it, I think Byrne has said, I don't know how accurate any of this stuff is, but I mean, I remember Byrne saying at one point that he d- wasn't going to just start everything over, but DC thought it was probably the right thing yeah. to make it its own thing. And it does have an impact. At that point, it had an impact because nobody had done that. Right. But once you start doing it with Green Lantern and you do it, you know, like 15 other characters, it becomes kind of like, oh, it's an easy crutch. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, I don't know. Everything's too complicated. Let's just wipe it and start fresh. Yeah. And then you really do have people who were there for a long time lose interest. I remember Marvel did his chapter one thing. Oh, with yeah. Burn. Remember yeah, yeah. that? Yeah, with the Spider-Man was, book. Was it Mackie, too? Howard Mackie? They yeah. wrote, like, yeah. oh, these are stories that were going on in between issues one, two, three, four, and five that you just didn't know about. So we're going to fill in these other stories. Well, Kurt Busiek did it Busiek, earlier with the, yeah, untold yeah, yeah. Tales the Untold Spider-Man. Tales of Spider-Man. So it was kind of clever, but it's like, so if you don't read those, it doesn't affect your knowledge of the character. Yeah. But if you're into it, oh, this just fleshes it out more. Yeah. Which they could have done with the Superman rules yeah. with Burn. Like, this is the new story. Oh, by the way, the other stories kind of happened. Yeah. But we're not going to really yeah. dwell on it. Well, we used to, I mean, when, when Burn left and I started writing it, um, my thought was, if you're a reader and yeah. you want other stuff to have fit in there, yeah. I did the same with Shazam. It's like I did kind of relaunch it, it, but I thought, okay, like with Shazam, I left a period of time that the Justice League stuff could have happened yeah. since that was popular. Yeah. You know, and with Superman, it was like, okay, if you want him to have met, you know, prankster from yeah. some issue, I'm not going to say that never happened. Right. But like you tell, like me, you know, if you told me a story from your high school days, yeah. you can leave stuff out. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. Right. And that's what writing comics is about: is that you can focus on what you want to focus on. Right. It doesn't mean some dopey story didn't happen. It's just that you're not focusing on it. Right. As Alan Moore said, they're all made up stories anyway. Yeah. yeah. So don't and as crazy. a reader, you it's can find history. it. I yeah. mean, it, you, you know, how far do you want to go with it? Again, I, I think a lot of it has to do with that. It's always been DC. Marvel always had tight continuity. They did. And it was really thanks to Roy Thomas because Stan Lee had a yeah. horrible memory. Memory, I know. And Roy would try to keep stuff consistent. Yeah. You know, and, you know... Uh, was Roy the one that tied in all the World War II stuff, too? Yeah. The Atlas things, like, oh, by the yeah, way, yeah, all no, those that's did all, happen. And that's perfect because that's, you know, that's the stuff that... No, they worked it all in. Like, the Ultimate yeah. Captain Americas during the 50s were... A different guy yeah. that was a commie smasher. Right? How did he get nuts. frozen in the ice? Oh, yeah. How do you explain and then they used those? that yeah. for the uh, Ed Brubaker yeah. used yeah. him in when he did his run on the yeah. show. It was like, oh, this is William. I can't think of his name, but the right. guy that was right. like the, right. he was the, the weird the, Bucky. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but Jack I think that's Monroe, I think it was right, right. Yeah. And and that's kind of cool. But that's what it, we used to always joke about. I mean, it was thick with mining for nuggets. Yeah. You know, that's what you'd read an old yeah, comic, you and you go, character. "Hey, wait a minute, oh, wait a second. Did anybody resolve this?" And yeah, a lot yeah. of there's a lot of things that you would just throw out breadcrumbs, and somebody could follow up years later or do you ignore think because them. they tried getting the uh, the popular writers to come in, like, "Oh, we got Brad Meltzer working on this." Hey, Meltzer, don't worry about 40, 50 years of Green Arrow. 
do what you want. Oh, Kevin Smith's here. Hey, Kevin, do whatever you think is cool. Yeah. And they would have these little stories. Yeah. They were nice, but they really didn't fit in the bigger picture. And all, none of know? those would be worse for having been tied into continuity? No, to me, like I said, it's like a standalone. Yeah. Like Mike Grell does the longbow hunters. Right, right. Here's the new origin of yeah. uh, Oliver Queen. Yeah. Yeah? I mean, I don't think any... Again, you don't have to... Like the origin of, of Green... Arrow, for example, yeah. he basically went back to the Kirby one that was done in the fifties. Uh, I remember the story. I remember he was on the island, he yeah. got shipwrecked, and that was in the Kirby to... one. Yeah. That again was maybe late fifties. Kirby had done a new origin for. Oh, okay. Um, it doesn't really affect things as far as like again, it would be you telling me a story, or me even saying, "Oh, here's what happened during the death of Superman meeting." Right. You know, your memory might slip on certain things or you remember it differently so you can read into it it still yeah, can yeah, be yeah, a continuity yeah, it's like yeah. well this was a point of view story you know Green Arrow told that story but did, is that how it really happened that's how it happened to him but it still leaves room for that original story to fit in that's the big thing comic fans are very I think you're protective of stuff like you said you, you read some yeah. comic when you were a kid yeah. you're protective of it so why piss them off I don't know. That's why I kind of think happened. Yeah. No one wants to say it. I think a lot of fans were like, oh, screw you. You don't want me, I don't want you. Well, that, yeah, that, I've that's heard that. That's what I always thought of. It was like, hey, Star Wars did it too. It's like they had all these books, and then when Disney bought the property, they said all those books we told you were important that actually right. had a continuity. They had a guy whose job, his name is Leland Chi, he would make sure everything matched up. Yeah. Like the timeline, like these planets yeah, yeah. here, and this one guy I met here, and yeah. this is, awesome. and then they said, oh, none of the stories are real. So if you read all those years of books and novels right. and comics, you wasted your time. It's well, they like, still exist. They exist, but it's And you could have enjoyed them, but You could have, yeah. but it's under a banner called Legends. Yeah, yeah. So you were thinking, of like, oh my God, this is the Bible. Right, you know? right, This right. is like... I have to know all this stuff yeah. because they're all—it's all connected. It also and depends on—it depends yeah. on how how deep you go into it. Yeah, I, I mean, know. it could be entertainment, but a lot of people. Yeah, no, it's, no, it's th- a I mean, hobby. Comics, comics is a hobby, but and it's it also, also caters an, a, an to interest. It caters to a certain mentality. It does, and it's the mentality of someone who will buy twenty copies of a same comic because it has twenty covers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not everybody's going to do that, but enough people are going to do that that they can take advantage See, of it. See, I think they started doing this in a weird way when they came out with Legends of the Dark Knight. Yeah. When they came out with that anthology book yeah, yeah. where they would have different creators. And then, like, every couple issues will have a different story. It all happened to Batman, but we're not saying when. Right. It could have happened 10 years ago. It could have happened yeah. two years ago. And that's when DC, I think, started tinkering with it. Yeah. Or maybe with the Frank Miller with the future. Like, this is one possible Batman future. Maybe. And yeah. then they did it with the Shadow. They started doing it a but, lot before but the, the 52. Is, right, but DC didn't have a strong continuity until post-crisis. The continuity was just... Post-crisis? Yeah, because before crisis... Yeah depending on which editor controlled that. You know, like you had Batman in Brave and Bold connecting with World War II guys. You know what I mean? It it was, there was no Well, I remember the whole JSA JLA thing was always weird. It's like, wait a minute, the Huntress is Batman's daughter. But it was because at least there they had a different, right, they had Earth 2, so they could explain the changes or differences. No, but there I mean, was somebody paying attention. Marvel to had that. a had a, a timeline. DC yeah. didn't have a timeline. There, we when we when we were on Superman, I was 
I can't tell you how many times I was so frustrated. So but when does this take We place? would try to get some sort of coordination with other books so that if Gotham City got destroyed, we could yeah. at least acknowledge it. Yeah. And if something happened in Metropolis, you could. It, it was. It, it's kind of like what watching Smallville and hoping for a Gotham reference. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they they name drop Gotham, and you're like, you're like oh, my oh my god, god it's great. Talked about Gotham. Yeah, yeah, DC yeah. was like that in in the comics. It was just really hard to get everybody on board until after post crisis. I think they realized that there was a sense of continuity, and yeah. it was worth. Obviously, Marvel was outselling them. Yeah, yeah. Historically, outsold them from the '60s on, whatever. You know that there was okay. But there's they something get degrees to degrees from up ahead. Uh, power to be like, oh, by the way, you can't use Batman in these books because he's over here. Or you can't use Shazam. Yeah, yeah. And that Justice didn't happen League until or, the '90s. Oh, all right. That happened in the late '80s, really early '90s, when someone would have a storyline and they would save stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like there was a moratorium on time travel stories. Oh, really? As of like 1988 or nine. Something like that, and they said, "Oh, we can't do any time travel stories until this Rip Hunter series comes out." It was a mini series, oh, yeah, I and uh, that. that would happen. Oh. But ultimately, we would try to plug in continuity where it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And from the day I was on Superman, we said, "Okay, we have a point where we can start here, yeah. and we work forward. Let's try to make it consistent, and let's try to tie in other stuff." And it didn't really ever. Well, maybe gel. the whole idea behind the New Fifty Two was to get some of that heavy lifting off the shoulders of that writer because you've got to do a lot of research. Yeah. Maybe they didn't want to do it. Just be creative. Yeah. Just tell a story. Don't yeah, worry again, about 20 years of the Justice League and if Superman. You want, we used to, again, this is another old saying, but if you wanted to be a comic writer, you had to have a comic collection. You did, yeah. And it's true. And I remember talking years and years ago. One thing, we were sitting around and talking to a, bunch, a group of us. We were at a dinner, and Chris Claremont was saying, yeah. like, he had made the comment about if I'm going to get to write Iron Man, I gotta go I'm going to go Iron back Man. and read 100 issues of Iron Man. Yeah. Because that's kind of only fair to the people who've read those issues, yeah, created, yeah. who like the character, yeah. that you find you have to get yourself up to speed. Just like if you're not going to write a World War II story without doing a little research, research on World War II. Plus, you don't want to do a story that's already been done. Yeah. Imagine that. Like, I'm going to make Tony Stark become a drunk. Right. They already did that. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And you can do that and do your own spin on it yeah. or find a moment within a story. That's all. That all works. Yeah. Um, but again, the other aspect, and again, I, I've said this, but I always think of like George Carlin had like a, I guess now sexist comment, but yeah. in this, it was like, please return the stewardess to her yeah. original upright position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from the days when it was like a, oh, mile high club. and, yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. But ultimately, it's like you get to use Superman or Batman or whatever as a writer or creator. Your goal was not to change them, no, but to give them the illusion of change. Right. Yeah. And when I've you're off the before. book, they're back. You they're basically right back you don't you ruin. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't affect their their basic premise or their setup. Right. You can kill off a character maybe if you get a, approval, but ultimately, it gets reset so the next guy can start with that same basic start you know the origin and everything intact there's always so much you can rock the boat but people changing the costume was a big deal yeah well it was something that just wasn't done was that when Perez put oh I'm going to do Superman but he's going to wear jeans and a t-shirt was that the 52 that was the Grant Morrison yeah yeah Yeah, I was like okay 
Well, the funny thing too is what's the big deal there? I was like, you know, he's not going to wear that forever. Yeah, because he's got the toys are selling with Superman. Yeah. Well, it was kind of to me that felt like a nod to Smallville to a degree. Oh, because he was wearing a T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. But I always felt like, like when Byrne was doing, uh, it was Adventures of Superman, Superman and Action, and John did Superman and Action. Right. And at one point, when they were talking about, I said, why wouldn't you make action comics? You could do action as a fill in the blanks in the past history rather than it having it happened concurrently with Superman and Adventures of Superman. Right. Action pe- could be like, oh, here's the first time Superman and Hawkman. Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, oh, no, we don't want to do anything. Like a Marvel team up type of yeah, thing. The yeah, the editorial at the time, Andy Helfer, I think, felt like that he wanted everything set in the current continuity. But that would have been a great way to address people who might have been mad about having yeah. a blank slate. Yeah. Is like Byrne could have done, here's the first, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Like Aquaman team up, or yeah, here's yeah, the yeah, first. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been, I mean, that's basically what I'll Grant did. I tell you what the frustrating I mean, with stuff the new was 52, about that. Is that Grant did that, he took yeah. Superman before he was Superman, and did those stories. Yeah. No, Perez no. was doing the costume one. No, the hard thing was to keep, you got to understand, people only have so much money. And they only have so much time. And when you had a book that had a main character and four different titles, yeah. I remember the days of the Superman. He's driving me nuts because I'm reading Adventures of Superman. Yeah. Then I'm reading Action Comics. Yeah. And then there was Man of Steel. I think there was another title. They added the fourth one in yeah. after. That was like 90. Yeah, but still, it's like. But then at least they broke it up for a bit yeah. when they had the Reign of the Superman. This one's about John Henry. Right. This one's about the right. Eradicator. This one's about the real. It's nuts. Like yeah, Spider-Man, look what they did with that, with the clone yeah, story. Yeah. Oh, my God. You had the regular Spider-Man. You had Scarlet Spider. You had Ben Riley. You're like, I can't keep up with it all. But when we were doing it, each book had a different flavor. And yeah. that was like on purpose. And everybody looking back on it thinks there was this seamless one book led to the other. No. And basically, we all did our own main stories. Oh, see, I always thought you guys And we would together. do a... Well, we did, but yeah. it would be like the subplot stuff. Yeah. Jimmy Olsen maybe starts something in Superman, and then in Adventures, he continues over. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the main stories were separate until, oh. like, every four months or five months, they, they would converge. cross over into a yeah, bigger yeah, yeah, story. Yeah. And that was just us trying to get interest in the... Oh, Sales-wise. Yeah, I was going to say this. We were trying to do a big hey, kids, story. Buy that, this book. Yeah. Because I remember Marvel, you'd read the Fantastic Four. It's like, to see what the thing is doing, pick up this month's Marvel 2 and 1. You right. didn't have to. Yeah. But if you did, there was like a little side story. Yeah. It's like a bonus story. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, even, and you think about it, at the time when we were first doing Superman, 80, so 87 to about 91, they were still newsstand. Yeah. So Superman sold half of his copies on the newsstand, which meant if you bought your comics on the newsstand, you might not ever see Adventures of Superman, right? Depending on the distribution, so you couldn't really do too much. Yeah, that would be a burden to a yeah, reader yeah. who couldn't yeah. find, find every issue. Part. Yeah, but um, I think it got worse when in the, I guess in the '90s to me, and in the 2000s when they started doing like double shipping in a month yeah I remember that um, every two weeks it was like as a reader it was too much yeah you know and then like when a book was popular suddenly there was a weekly right or there were five Justice League yeah, books or yeah, five yeah, yeah. whatever I'll tell you what Marvel that sucks is they, they do these point issues you're like oh issue 622.1 622.234 right. and you're like what is this so they have a book come out every week 
for a month yeah, and you have just, to read all four yeah, of them yeah. to get the whole idea and if you miss one you're like what the hell yeah and they're like well you you didn't read point two so well they it was I, basically a mini series but they didn't want to call it a mini series right, right. so they just wrapped it around these and again though as a reader everybody's got a breaking point for me it was I stopped reading Spider-Man after Straczynski oh, left. Yeah, you know, but it, because it was basically I could read that twice a month, but it was the same team. Yeah, yeah. and then I don't need to read four books that when are it was tied Junior together. And JMS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was a, it was a good run, I thought. Um, but I, I lost interest when it overwhelms you. Like, yeah, wait, I can yeah. never. You know, unless you read those the minute you got them yeah. and kept up with it, if you missed it and you stacked them up, yeah. you didn't know what order you were supposed to read stuff in. Yeah. That's what was always a pain. No, 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 no. Right around, I'm thinking when Marvel was doing this, when the new 52 comes out, Marvel had Marvel Now, I think was that. Was like, it? They, I think they kind of did it. It wasn't a reboot. I remember. Oh, they Sonic. did that. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, did it, the, it's not a reboot. It's the same characters they you did, know and love. They also put out an issue of something with the Watcher. Was that the yeah, one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it hinted at something, and yes. I thought, wow, they're really clever. They're trying to catch on yeah. uh, whatever the reader interest was with the new 52. It was exhausting because then there was like, well, wait a minute. Well, and they I didn't pay off on that stuff. No, they never did. Yeah. But I, isn't that when they made Sam Wilson Captain America and all this so. was switching over? So it's like there's a new Hulk, there's a new Cap, right. there's a new Spider-Man. Oh, it was like, what is happening here? It was kind of like their version of the 52. Well, now you Whenever have... Whenever DC does something, Marvel always does. You guys have Crisis, Marvel has Secret Wars. Well, they had Secret Wars they, first. Yeah, I know, but there's always this weird... Right, there is a weird back and forth. Back and forth, yeah. Well, we, we used to feel like there was a point where when we would do our Superman meetings and we would come up with stuff six months out. Yeah. And then we would see a storyline in Spider Man, and we'd be yeah, like, like, "That's our story." How is yeah. that happening? It's like the we main thing in the swamp thing. A, yeah. we thought there they was a it. we thought there was a spy, but then ultimately, it's like you know, we read the same comics, I know. so I know. you're coming to the idea. Most likely, you're coming to it honestly, but Sergeant from, Rock, Sergeant Fury, Man Thing, Swamp Thing, right? You know, the Flash, Quicksilver, the Wizard, the Wizard. <laughs> Don't talk about the Wizard. Nah, Who would be the Scarlet Witch? Oh, that would be Satana, I suppose. Right. She's not in a bathing suit. She's in fishnets. It's yeah. the same thing. But it was kind of the same. You had Hawkeye was a, was a Green Arrow. You got the Vision. You guys got the Spectre. Yeah. You know? Well, it's you had Marsha Haw- Manhunter. You got the Vision. Or you got... Yeah. I never thought of him as the... I always thought of him as the Spectre. But in a way... Yeah, yeah, You I have hear. Dr. Fate. In this, you know, you have Dr. Fate, Dr. Dr. Strange. Strange. Yeah. I mean, they're all, all parallels. It's all the same. It's all the same. Well, here's a question, not a question, but kind of a segue to Marvel's movie universe. Cinematic universe, So the movie universe, basically that continuity has taken over... The comics. ...for regular continuity. Yeah. So they've launched What If, which is all based on the movie continuity, which is kind of interesting. I know. It's interesting, and I feel like it's limiting because yeah, because as they a, only have the characters from the movies. I'm yeah. like, where's Doctor Doom? Where's the rest? Yeah. Where's Namor? As yeah. a, as they a, can't touch that. As a fan, it would be fun if they did threw somebody in there. Yeah. If they drew it from stuff that wasn't necessarily in a right. movie yet. If they did her during World War II, Captain Carter. Yeah. Why not throw the Human Torch in yeah. there? Why not throw Namor? Then be like, oh my God, the Invaders. Yeah. But they didn't. Because no. I was thinking that too, watching the Thor episode last night. I go. I think they're running dry now because they've done every one of the main right. people. They've done the Black Panther. Well, they did done, Black Panther kind of well, twice. Well, Ant-Man was in there. They did Black Panther. 
twice. Iron Man was kind of Captain America was only one maybe. Yeah. Doctor Strange had a whole episode. Yeah, yeah. So who haven't they done yet? They did the Scarlet Witch and yep. Vision in the zombie one. Last night was Thor and Loki. Well, and they they, they had Shang-Chi Guardians of the Galaxy were in the Thor did that. one, but they were in the and Thor they were one. Also in the yeah. T'Challa one. Yeah. I know. I'm watching. Going okay. I never thought I'd be saying this, but I'm bored with like, what if the Hulk had Bruce Banner's brain? Well, yeah. they already did that in the movie. Yeah. What if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? Well, there's no Fantastic Four, so yeah, you yeah. can't do that story. What if Chang-Chi? You know, what if Conan was? Oh, we don't have Conan. What right. if? And there's all. These I mean, other there are limits. That's a limitation yeah. of it being a 20 movie or what even. 20. They have Howard the Duck, and they showed him again yeah. last night. It makes Why me don't you wonder. do a Howard the Duck show? I would love what if to Howard see. the Duck ran the Marvel Universe yeah. or something? He's already been there. Yeah, I would love to see a Howard the Duck. They had the Inhumans TV show, but they didn't do anything. I'm like, why don't you show Lockjaw yeah. or, or just yeah. bump into that? They're probably going to reintroduce or some Thor of that. Frog. Or in a perfect world, when yeah. the Fantastic Four gets reintroduced, that stuff then becomes part of that. So it's like, let's not refer to this. Why we must never speak super, of this. No, why don't they do a supervillain team up? Yeah. Then they got that because yeah, they yeah. have Red Skull, they have Kang, they have. Well, they could use Yellow the guys Jack, that yeah. never got much play, like Baron Strucker, who yeah, ends up, exactly. you know, getting taken out yeah, early off on screen. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't even see it. Oh, they think there was an Ultron reference last night at the end of the, the Thor one because at yeah. the very end, you was see it supposed these to be the Vision? I thought it was the Ultron showed up and yeah. they had all the different uh, Infinity Stones. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what the hell's that? And Rachel it just, thought it was the Vision. I thought it was Ultron. Yeah. Which is all the same story. Yeah, yeah. Because there was multiple ones, and yeah. I'm like, what's happening now? And they keep going back to that I Infinity Gauntlet. I do like Gauntlet that. Thing. I like the fact yeah. that they, I, t- I said, I maybe even told you, I feel like the ones that I've liked yeah. all felt like a pilot for a series. Yeah. Because they all end with a premise that could go on, and yeah, you go, yeah, oh, yeah. that would be cool. Like the zombie one and Captain had Carter, that yeah. ending, which was good. And the um, I like the one with Thor, the Thor one, because yeah. it had this. And they've all had that kind of like, here's where we could go next. Yeah. So I could, I could kind of buy it better if it was like, yeah, this is going to be a, a, a soft pilot for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see what happens with the Marvel zombies, or let's see what happens. You know. I wonder why they don't do anything with like Chris Pratt. Like, what if Star Lord led the Avengers or something like well, that? Well, they did the know? Chris Pratt thing in the in the one yeah, with real briefly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, you could do a whole story yeah. like. I just feel like it's too limited being in a only... I mean, Marvel Universe is so huge. I mean, they could even do... Why don't you do Nova Corps? They could do... I was just going to say a Nova Nova one because you got the whole thing set up. What if Rocket Raccoon, who was in the background last night, go, do one on him? What if Rocket Raccoon and Howard the Duck teamed up? Yeah. And they just do a whole story? Rocket Raccoon and Howard the Duck take over the universe. Yeah. (laughs) Or or the Pet Avengers or something like that, you know? I think they're lim- I, I I get it. You know I mean, what I watch too? They're servicing the movies. They are. They're not sending readers to the comics. No, not at all. No. Um, but there's like, what if Ant Man, you know, led the event? What if they all shrunk down to? They could do a whole episode of that. What if they all got the? Quant- I don't know. There's other storylines. Yeah. It's just, they only have ten episodes. They're already on number seven. Yeah. They got three more. I thought they were going to tie it all together. Actually, that they were going to do like Warriors of the. What yeah. if multiverse? Well, I mean, think like about that. it's possible. <clears throat> Maybe all the little threads somehow tie in, but yeah, but you could do Agatha Harkness. You could do the TV shows. What yeah. if Bucky and uh, Baron Zemo teamed up? With well, what Agatha if Harkness? What if Bucky killed President Kennedy? <laughs> you I know? think they kind of said that once before. <laughs> Notice there's not a lot of Black Widow stories. Yeah. I noticed that. I was like, what happened there? 
She's not even mentioned, is she? Yeah. Well, she, she was, was in, one. in one, but it was someone new doing yeah, a but voice. Yeah, it was very... Well, there were, like, it's almost unusual when you what see... Do do? What if Captain America didn't disappear during World War yeah. II? And he becomes president, and he does he runs the country well, or something. You could do a, again, like we're not writing it, but no. if you did, you're talking about Captain America, how does Infinity War, Captain America, interact? That's what I'm so, he disappears, Steve Rogers is right. there. What Steve if, Rogers, does he... I know, you could end that Live easily. under a different name? Yeah. You know what I mean? How does he affect 50 years that, of They could have done history. that easily because everyone wants to know what happened to him. You show him go back in time. What if Captain America never got frozen? Yeah. And then that's just him with Peggy Carter, and he's going throughout history yeah, yeah. trying to fix things. Yeah. I like mean, Nick he knows Fury. stuff. Yeah. Right. He knows, he knows, he knows everything's going to happen. Well, he knows some history by yeah. having been frozen and then reading up on what he missed. And he can't change certain things. But... Why it would not? be a good story because, like you know, then he becomes the bad guy. But what about because he's trying? I mean, they they establish King. Yeah. Why couldn't you do something King related with that? You know, I what just if Steve I kept, Rogers became King. I kept thinking that the King story would had to at some point they had to address the Steve Rogers. You know, because he's yeah. a he's kind of if like Loki's out of time whole anomaly. Show is based on him taking the right tesseract and going off there. You had a guy Steve who lived Rogers his whole is life doing the same right. thing. Yeah. Maybe Steve because Rogers he doesn't want to that be. TVA? Yeah, that's, well, that's what, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, he's that, a, I kept that expecting. A, no, like, that would have been a good thing. Is he's going in one thing? Loki does a double take, and you see Chris Evans going yeah. in a different room. Like, yeah. isn't that? Nah, it couldn't be. I like, mean, that would be kind of fun. Yeah, but maybe they want to wait and let Chris Evans choose not to do it I don't or choose think he's to do something. Anymore. That kills me too because look, you know, no matter what he does the rest of his career, that's his, he's always going to be Captain yeah, America. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and it's not a bad no, thing. No, it's not I, like because he's a good actor. It's like if he was a shitty actor, it's not like Batman and Adam West. Adam yes. West was the, that was it. Or Captain it, but Kirk. It was and a different Shatner. time, yeah. right? Where they really were limited in Clay what they could Moore do. Yet they the, that's it. they all yeah. had careers, yeah, and they all had plenty of opportunities. Right. You know, Adam West no, was in a bunch of big pilots that just yeah. didn't sell, right? So that's not anything to do with him not getting opportunities. Hey, man, Ron Eli was Tarzan, and he was Doc Savage. Okay, that's enough. But I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Evans has got enough opportunities. He, he had that uh, murder he did his, mystery Right, thing. his thing on Apple, no, Apple TV. No, what was the, uh, the big murder? Defending Jacob. Oh, no, yeah, no, 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 Knives no. Out. Knives Out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah. He doesn't need this. Yeah. It's not like Mark Hamill. Well, you're not who didn't stuck have another series. You're he not had, stuck uh, with it. But then Mark Hamill, you know, he does the voice of Batman. But he does I'm saying, the Joker thing, and everybody loves it. Yeah, but that. Harrison Ford had Indiana Jones yeah. and other opportunities. Yeah. It wasn't like Buck Rogers. But it's Gil- all Gil- about right. That's it. Right. And Sam Jones. That's it. Right. It's all about your a good opportunity. agent. Well, you get an opportunity, but the opportunity still has to be successful. Yeah. So in other words, again, if you look back, that's what's cracking me up with like over years of years of Adam West. Adam West was in a whole bunch of pilots. Yeah, they never took off. And they didn't take off. And that's the bottom line is you can't predict success and Ted you can't. Danson. Ted Danson had cheers. Then he went into Becker. Yeah. Then he did well, some he years did on movies. CSI. He did and movies. And he was doing movies too, but he was doing other stuff. Right, right. And what was it? Alan Alda. Alan Alda had 11 years on MASH. He could have picked up another show the next week. He was Alan Alda. He made Alda. movies that he wrote and, and directed. He did his own thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those yeah. guys had And then he was in Woody Allen movies. And he was in Woody Allen yeah. pictures. And he was in and he uh, was The Aviator. His, and, and he did Aviator. documentaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that series on PBS about was in, science. Wasn't he in Tucker as well? Yeah, he was in a bunch of movies. He always played like a yeah. 
a politician or something. Yeah, but I mean, the typecasting is always stronger with a science fiction-y thing. Yeah. Because Hollywood always looked down on that Here's stuff. Here's a what-if for you. George Reeves, if he didn't get Superman, did he even have a career? Yeah, he did. Well, he was... Yeah, but he was here to eternity. He, he was, was cut out of scenes in here he was because cut, yeah, exactly. fans remembered him. But... If he had survived, I think he would have still been a working actor. Yeah. You know? I mean, nobody predicts that... Like Lloyd Bridges. Yeah. Lloyd Bridges won Sea Hunt. But he made a career for years, The Blue Knight. He was in other he played, shows. Yeah, those but it was never were, at that peak. Yeah. That might have been the highlight well, of the Well, you're not going to be the star of the show. You're no. going to be a supporting player yeah. or something. So you're yeah. saying you think if George Reeves hadn't killed himself, he would or have been, he would have died been around. mysteriously. Well, he would have been he would have been the guy that would have been rediscovered five years, ten years later. You know what yeah. I mean? He might have kicked around and had trouble, but then once that nostalgia factor kicked in, someone yeah. would have put him on a show. Someone would have put him on a Saturday morning show. He would have definitely had something. I think it's just unfortunate at the time that Hollywood, they, they had a big issue. It was issue. a machine. They were just chewing them Well, they also out. had a big yeah. issue with if you left like TV to try to do movies, yeah, there were a lot of people who wouldn't let you succeed in that. Yeah. You know, there were things that held you back because people had a fixed mindset. Yeah, here's like, one for you. You're Buster. an inker, you can never pencil because everybody knows you as an inker. Buster Crab. Okay. Guy's an Olympic swimmer, wins two gold yeah. medals, goes and becomes Buck Rogers. Right. Then he becomes Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. Then he even does Tarzan. He at did one Tarzan. Point. He played. And then I don't Black know. Blackhawk too. Then he played Blackhawk. Yeah, was he? No, I don't think that was I him. I thought that. No, no. But it I'm wasn't just saying, him. what kind of how big a career can you have? Yeah. Maybe it's limited on his talent. Maybe he wasn't a talented actor. Well, maybe he was just a physical. And maybe guy. you don't. The other thing maybe you can't, they didn't want to do it. Maybe he said, say hey, I don't want to do this. A lot of these guys in Hollywood wound up going into real estate. They do. Wayne Rogers. And that Wayne makes Rogers sense. made more money in real estate than he did on as Trapper But John. that's about yeah. whether you want, like uh, me and yeah. my career, do I want to keep calling people and reminding them who I am? Yeah. Or do I go, hey, the work is out there. Yeah. You have to have well, a level of before. how hard do you want it and how hard are you willing to do it. Like in Hollywood terms... You have guys who would have to audition. Yeah. And do they do that? Yeah. Some people do, and they have long careers. Some people just like, hey, screw it. I no, don't need no, it. No, no, no. I'll say to you, like, oh, what happened to this artist? Where's Carrie Gamble? You go, oh, he got involved in real estate. Oh, where's so-and-so? He's a storyboard right, artist. Where's right. this guy? Oh, he went into advertising. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them, they only work in comics for such a long time or yeah. period of time. And they go, I don't want to do this anymore, but I'm talented. Yeah. I can use my art in Hollywood. Or no one's hiring you. Or no one's hiring And you yeah. still need to pay your bills. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I mean, there's, I'm you thinking know. of the guy, um, oh, the Irish artist, did a lot with the Star Wars stuff. Uh, Kennedy? Or, oh. Uh, and then he went to become a, a guy over at Lucasfilm. Because I said, oh, what happened to him? They go, oh, he's like a storyboard concept oh, okay. designer. Yeah, yeah. I can't Kennedy. Maybe it is Cam Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah, the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But a lot of them, you know. And Mike Plug Mike went Plug. into storyboarding after Marvel. Yeah. He storyboarded on Superman. What's uh, the guy I'm thinking of, the, uh, uh, the one with Frank Miller, the robot? Jeff Darrow. Dar- Jeff Darrow. Yeah. I talked to him a couple times. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, I went out and storyboarded ABC. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. really? Well, Kieran, did, Kieran Dwyer did that, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends on what you're into and what your, what your level of interest was. I was never ever interested in storyboarding I got out right. of commercial art because I hated the idea of doing stuff over yeah um, you know, oh, any kind I used of thing. to do one concept and that was it <laughs> oh, I like, hated it I had to do four or five typically when you get a client 
They say, come up with four or five ideas. Right. And you got one that you love, right. one that's like not so bad, one that's there, and one you just throw in because they need four. And, they and that's the one they always they go choose. with. And for some reason, it's always the odds. Like the sucky one yeah. is the one they want that you got to go flush yeah. out. And I go, I hate this. Yeah, yeah. So then you go do some more and more and more. And they're like, oh, change this, change that, and change this. And then they go and back to the original one. And then they go back one. to the yeah. original one. And you're sitting there going, why the hell am I doing this? Well, I this hated was, doing this. This was the problem. Like when in the, for most of my comic career, you would do a cover sketch or an yeah, idea. Yeah. A lot of times you would, they would just say, here, do this. And you would just draw it. Yeah. There was no sketch. There was no approval. Yeah. That started happening in the uh, in the mid to late eighties. You had to get a sketch approved, but you didn't do. Yeah, yeah, they had a cover editor, uh, Curtis King, who was a really nice guy. His job was just to keep. Here's all your September books. We don't want to have two comics with the same layout. You didn't have an SOP. What's that? Like an operating procedure. Like this is what each book should look like. They no. should have this type no, of no, look no, and feel no. to it. No, no, it was up to the editor to, to you choose like story. You didn't want a look to all the books? No. No, no. we had oh. a story content, and you knew you, you didn't want to... I mean, I never wanted to draw the same cover over. No, but they would say, hey, Jerry, we always so, want the hero to be here, and we always want this No, to, there was no formula. No, no. no? Oh. But, when, but, but so in the 80s, when, when they hired Curtis, yeah. and they tried to focus... They also, before that, they'd hired Ed Hannigan to be the cover designer. Yeah. And Ed would just churn out cover layouts. A sketch, like a yeah. thumbnail. Yeah. yeah. And um, you would work from those, or you could say, I'd rather do my own, and okay. then you could do your own. And then they started, like, there was a $50 fee for a cover sketch that was added to your cover. Oh. So then I never wanted to work from anybody else's layouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always hard. Yeah. Um, and I did a couple with of the Ed ones, the Ed Hannigan ones, uh, and they were... They're very easy if you feel simpatico with the with the layout. Yeah. But sometimes it's like pulling teeth because it was so different. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, when Curtis King, then you would submit a sketch to the editor. Editor would have it up on his board so yeah. that he can compare what's coming out. Yeah. In the like 90s and mostly in the 2000s is when they started like do two or three cover sketches. And I hated that because, again, it was the same thing where you're saying. You yeah. would do, here's the one I really want to do. Here's another Here's one my second choice. Yeah. Here's the one I just want to fill it out so I give, or three and, then, and four and would be. That one. Oh, yeah. another, yeah. Three and four would be yeah. the, you know, the ones that were just to fill it out. I know. And you were giving them too much because mm-hmm. ultimately I would get feedback like, oh, give me the first one, but then throw in elements Did from the third and fourth. Did you save the other ones they didn't use? Like, I'll just use those next time? No, you couldn't because they really? were story specific. Oh. But it was always frustrating because somebody would say, well, do the first one, but use the story stuff. And it would be from different angles. And it's like, yeah. this is really ridiculous. Oh, I know. I know. You know, it's funny. I, I picked up a Fantastic Four the other day. It was two things fighting each other, a couple of things. And it was from issue, I'm going to say 173. Yeah. And in the corner, there's General Thunderbolt Ross. And he's pointing in the lower left corner. His fingers like that, and he's got his head turned, and he's got a gun in the other hand. <laughs> and I go, and it's Rich Buckler, yeah, Rich yeah. Buckler, Joe Sinek. Yeah. I go, I know I've seen that image. I know him, Buckler. I yeah, probably yeah. have. Oh yeah. And then it's driving me nuts. Where have I seen it? Was it a cover of a What If? Was it a cover of a right. What do you call? It? But the same picture and everything. To see what the Jack same Kirby drew before I that. was going to say, yeah. I'm, and I started going through all the cover galleries because I'm like, 
I know I've seen this cover somewhere yeah. before. All he did was like grab elements. Yeah, yeah. I'll take this guy pointing. I'll take this soldier. You know how many covers there are of a soldier like yelling and pointing with a gun in the lower right, left? Right. There's a Sergeant Fury yeah. where the Nazis are doing it. There's a Captain America. Right. I mean, you know. Well, one. you have limitations for how many characters you can fit what on a cover. What about the famous cover where they're like lifting the guy above their head? Yeah. Superman did that. Yeah, yeah, Burn yeah. did that. Yeah. And uh, Rob Liefeld did that, and then you can start looking. and It goes back to like Batman. Yeah, you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. Where they have the, the big dude. Well, the, they, they've also had the uh, the character the, the holding the, yeah. right. They're holding Michael the Angel, fallen the, the fallen hero yeah. or whatever. Yeah, the Supergirl cover. Supergirl, but yeah. then that was predated by something else. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? They thought of, I thought this was an original idea. Well, the Superman with the eagle on his arm. Oh yeah, you know that you was a 1940s that. thing, yeah. and uh, you know that's been done. Those are kind of like iconic images. I know. Um, those are always good if you can get away with them. Yeah. Because they're to me they feel they're not story specific either. No. So they're good if an editor just needs a cover and they don't know, you know they don't know what the story of the issue I'll tell is going to be. One of the ugliest covers that we talk about a lot is Spider-Man Annual Number Two, Steve Ditko. It's just a yellow cover with like a body shot of Spider-Man, a close-up of his head. Um, I mean, it's just oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just very scary. None of it has, it doesn't gel. Well, and then the body it's, shot's the one that they used in the corner box, Yeah, right? yeah, 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 the one of him standing there. It's yeah. kind of like, were these just laying around? Been, well, that could have been patched together by Stan. It looks like from, it was pasted yeah. up, because I'm like, these are just a bunch well, of different images. Well, they would do that sometimes. And wasn't the second, the second one was a reprint, wasn't it? Well, the only new story is he meets Doctor Strange, but the rest of it's all reprints. It's like, you know, how has Spider-Man got his powers? How does Spider-Man cling to walls? It's like, right. you know, all that behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, here's how his mask worked with the two-way mirrors. Somebody on stuff. Twitter had posted a cover. Now that book's worth a lot of money right now, as we that speak. Oh, yeah. Because he meets Doctor Strange. And then the oh, new yeah, movie, yeah. he meets Doctor right, Strange. Right. I go, well, he technically met Doctor Strange in right. the Avengers Endgame Infinity War. So why is this so... But that book is climbing up the charts, Jerry. Interesting. Well, somebody on Twitter was tweeted the image of uh, maybe Avengers 20-something, 20, 20 or 20. It was the Swordsman. Yeah. And they were like... Oh, well, he's whipping that sword out. How like come the, the Swordsman figure is drawn by Kirby, but then the headshots and the circles, like little circular things, the headshots were all Don Heck. They're all Don Heck. And yeah. I said, Stan Lee used to use Kirby to design villains and characters. And that was very likely... I mean, it was a way to give... Okay, we're going to have you do the cover of this, but you're going to yeah. get to... You know, we, we think your designs are good, so you're going to design it, and Don Heck has to draw it. Oh, okay. So a lot of those, if you look at a lot of those books that didn't have Kirby interior art, they all had a new villain on the cover, and yeah. he designed the villains. Yeah. So it's like he kind of didn't get credit for all yeah, those, yeah, 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 yeah. but he was Stan's go-to guy... And imagine that. It's like, okay, do the cover for, you know, Adventures or Strange Tales. Yeah. You know, and, and you wind up having to, else. you're yeah. ultimately co-creating a villain that you, yeah, the look of it's it. a throwaway, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So it's like, they didn't pay him as an art director. No, he's just But there. he was being yeah. used as that, you know. There's also speculation about those annuals where they would choose those pinups. Yeah. And the pinups were always like, What's the point of this? I never understood that. Well, the pinups, a lot of people... I, think I thought it was just to pad the book out. More recently, I think there's a theory put forth that those might have been original sketches of character designs of those characters. Because there's an individual, oh. you know, okay. and they just basically sat in a drawer yeah. and then Stan said, hey, we can use we can these. Use those as a pinup. Yeah. The yeah. kids will be ripping them out. Yeah. yeah. 
But it's, I like. Did you know that? I don't know what show it was or where I was reading it was. Uh, they were showing like swipes, not swipes of this, but swipes of like, like there's a Betty Davis, the actress, yeah. like a pinup shot. Yeah. And then there's a shot of Sue Storm. But it's the same body pose right, and everything right. with the head turned yeah, and the, yeah. the hand on the mouth. I'm like, oh, wow. And I said, Jack Kirby right. would go get, like, pinups, like Rita Hayworth. Right. But suddenly it's suddenly the Scarlet Witch. Right. But it, you could tell when you see yeah. them side by side to go, oh, that was his reference. Yeah. I, didn't yeah. Know, I didn't even know they did that. I was like, well, oh, that's a picture of Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, yeah. It's Marilyn Monroe, but yeah. it's now the, the wasp because well, they drew wings on her. You know? People used to... Uh, we, did we talk about about the guys who used to sell movie stills in New York City? You told me, yeah, like Jerry. Yeah, there was yeah. a guy who... A couple of different... Play, like in Times Square, yeah. they had nothing but... Like you boxes would go to a comic store, yeah, they yeah, would yeah. have these yeah. boxes all organized by movie title or yeah, by or actor. actor. Yeah. And that was artist reference because you could buy that as opposed yeah. to going taking a book out of the library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you also if you if you had to reference something, you'd go to the library. Yeah. But you didn't own that book. You couldn't like cut out the page and no, save no, no, it. No, no, no. So you could only use it while you're, you know, rental. So that's why they would get stills and stuff. Yeah. They would buy stills and a lot of uh, especially stuff that was a historical. Yeah. You know, some Western stills from a Western will had a backdrop. It had yeah, the yeah, buildings, yeah. and yeah. it would have a horse. It would have yeah. So they would use that as reference. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And a lot of it had lighting. Yeah. You know, if you got the horror movies, those had all that heavy, heavy duty lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect reference, but you'd have to organize that yourself. But you also paid for an eight by ten photograph. You know, no internet, no Google. No, 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 no. Inter- Reference was hard back then. No. I, I still have Taranko. my file folders full Taranko's of... Taranko's, a lot of his stuff are very cinematic. Now that you say that, I'm wondering if Jim didn't just pull a lot of, like, movie stills and stuff, like, to make that action. Yeah. Like, the cover, the, the, the panels would spill out onto well, each other. Well, you could take Vogue. You could take any of these yeah, magazines. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you used to do that as yeah. an artist. You would buy magazines and find pictures and cut them out and fo- file them in a, fi- yeah, yeah, in a file. In a file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have mine. I mean, I still use them because I can remember certain shots. Um, but, yeah, it's easy to Google stuff. But before that, if you had to do something on, say, oh, oh you're going to draw a nuclear yeah. a story with a nuclear reactor, you you'd have to find a, a book a reactor, or yeah. you'd go to a library and you'd search books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one paid you for that research time. No. I remember going to the library and spending a day oh, before going the, through stuff. Before your phone could do stuff, I would hate doing, like, I'd get hired to do, like, birthday parties and stuff. Draw my kid on a horse. You're like, what? <laughs> Come on, can't you do it? And you're like, uh, give me a minute. And your brain's going through your head. Yeah, like, I'm going to draw what's a horse. horse look without, like, you know, right. but you're like, and they all no reference. Up, they know? all wind up looking like big dogs. They all look like big dogs. Because that's what you're familiar with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I remember drawing a dinosaur once for somebody. They gave us, look at the chicken legs on that thing, like a big drumstick. And a dinosaur had the biggest legs ever, the biggest <laughs> thighs. And of course, the little hands. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah, they have little hands with the. The leg right, or right. like a brontosaurus burger, like the Flintstones. <laughs> I'm like, what do you want, dude? And the head was too big for the neck. You're like, I don't know. The head would, if it was reality, it would fall over because I can't lift my head. I'm an right. elephant man of uh, and I can't even, dinosaurs. I can't even brace myself with my arms. Because my fall. arms are too small. I'm just basically a snake that doesn't know <laughs> my it. My head's going to hit that ground. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, anyway, the new 52, back to that. We'll do. Are we done? We, we, we should have finished this 52. It's almost 52 stuff. minutes now, Jerry. So, was there any books that you liked that came out of the 52? I like the... Uh, Blue Beetle. Jonah Hex. Yeah. I liked um, 
I actually like some of the... Was it All-Star Western? Was that the one I'm thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember um, liking some of the more odd ones. I remember DiDio and Keith Giffen did O-Mac. some of the Kirby ones. Yeah, they did OMAC they and did. they did... Um, but it didn't did, last long, though. I no. remember getting that, and it was like, oh, four but or five But those were issues. more fun. And there was there was another one. I think it was, wasn't it Jeff Lemire did the Agent of Frankenstein, Agents of Frankenstein or I something? I do remember the cover of that. And it was like basically taking, it was yeah. taking the, the creature commandos creature, and yeah, turning yeah, them yeah, into yeah, a yeah, group. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was kind of, certainly he's done with the Black Hammer stuff in a way. Because wasn't there a Sergeant Rock book? Yeah, there was a Sergeant was a Rock, but he was, set in, he was more like... Nick Fury. Yeah, it was like a military a, comic thing. And they did that with Blackhawk too, because Graham Nolan did the Blackhawk one, and it was more like I a. I remember that. It was more like a Shield kind of agency. You really? remember that? Yeah. No, no, no. I like Blackhawk. I read the Blackhawks in the uh, '80s when it was Dan, was Dan Buckley. No, Dan. It was Mark Evanier and Dan, Dan Spiegel. Dan Spiegel. Yeah, that was it. a good Dan run. Spiegel. Yeah. Those I liked. I actually have that whole thing. And then Chaykin came and does that miniseries and ruined it. <laughs> multiple copies of that issue one because it's going to be famous. We're going to be rich. It's going to be like the new Dark Knight. It was not the new Dark Knight. No. No. There was some good stuff in the nice. 80s. Yeah. That, like some of the some, more experimental yeah. stuff. The Shadow was a fun book. I liked The Shadow. And then um, Andy took it over. after. Uh, well, that was when Sienkiewicz started drawing it, he though. Did, uh, it was originally Shaken. run and ended like issue 19. Right. But they... But Shaken did yeah. his... He did the shadow as a prestige format right. and then they did it with Kyle Baker did, yeah, the as Kyle a Baker. regular that was it. series. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. crazy. I remember the last cover they had the shadow's head on a robot body smashing through the wall. I thought it was great but they never finished that story. Yeah. They canceled it. I was like, what are you doing? What other big books? Well, there was a lot in the 80s. It wasn't just a couple. Camelot 3000. Camelot 3000 was great, but I can't think of anything really out of the new 52. Well, that's when they brought Aquaman back to being Aquaman. They put his hand back on. Yeah. They got rid of that hook thing. Honestly, the new 52, yeah, I remember Justice reading League. I remember yeah. reading the um, Superman that Perez was doing. Yep. I didn't think it was bad. It wasn't bad. Um, the problem was all that stuff. Like the Superman book, he was, I think... He was hampered by the fact that Grant Morrison was telling the backstory. Yeah. So there's certain things he couldn't do in his because, like, oh, Grant's going to do something with that. Mm-hmm. Or that's always a hard situation for a, a creator. Who but, did Wonder Woman? Didn't they do a new Wonder Woman? Well, the too? Wonder Woman was actually, I thought that was when. Um, was that Finch? No, no. It was uh, uh, the Winter Soldier writer. Oh, uh, uh, I just said Brubaker. Brubaker and. Uh, I can't think of the artist, but it was good. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was Brubaker, but maybe it could it's have not been... not Brave Vaughn, is it? No. No? No. I'm pretty sure it was Brubaker. It could have been... Um, no, I think it was Brubaker. But anyways, it, a lot of that stuff was you know, 52 Rucka, books. What? Not Rucka. I think Rucka did it before that. Yeah. Rucka did it after Simonson and I did our thing. They relaunched it back in 2004 or something. So this would have been, I think it was Cliff Chang and and Brew Baker. Yeah. And it was nice. It was very warrior-like. A lot of what wound up in the movie, I think. That visual, too. Honestly, I'm trying to think of standout books from that. Oh, that's when the Red Hood came about and Nightwing came out. Well, they had the... The Deathstroke comic. Yeah, Deathstroke. Uh, and they had a... Um, they the had a Flash bunch, got redone. Yeah, they did a bunch of stuff, but the the, the, the non-main heroes were more interesting to the me. Suicide than, Squad, I think. Yeah. 
But the non-main guys were more interesting to me because, again, they had 52 slots to fill. Oh, is that where they did that really nasty Lobo where he was really skinny? Towards the end of it, yeah. yeah they had the, it wasn't the, the big guy with the dolphins the CW, anymore. The CW Lobo, right? Yeah, the yeah, handsome yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like that one. No. I, could, I think they even did Constantine again, too. Hellraiser. Yeah. They did all the... They did... Because they introduced those characters into the main yeah. continuity as opposed to being in the Vertigo oh, separate. Vertigo. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, do you think it was just an experiment that didn't work looking back? It filled space. It filled space. I mean, ultimately, that's what all these things do. I just think it... it unfortunately, it, it, set, it set a premise that they then had to blow everything up every two or three years with yeah, sales and lag. haven't stopped. That's the problem. You know? I mean, in, in, a, in a normal... No, it's annoying, Like, really. in their normal continuity, you could have however many books they were doing. Probably not 52, but yeah. maybe closer to 36. It was 36, 38, yeah. So if you have that, maybe one or two, maybe a third of the line would need to get some kind of rejuvenation because the sales would drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you didn't need to blow the entire universe up because, no. well, maybe Superman's working or maybe uh, Flash then, is working. And then, honestly, it came to think, like, don't get too attached to any of this. Because in a couple years, they're going to just pull the rug yeah. out and do it all over again. Yeah. yeah. And again, it's a good opportunity for them to reintroduce stuff, but it feels like you're punishing people by taking their favorite versions of the characters away for a period. Yeah. You know? It feels kind of like that now with that Infinity, whatever that inf- Infinite Frontier Infinite oh, the new Frontiers one thing. There's, yeah, I yeah. told you, I, I, don't, I don't follow anymore. I've given up. I read the Infinite Frontiers, and it's interesting, but it's Elseworlds. Yeah. You know, yeah, all the stuff. I don't like feel that. as invested in it as in Elseworlds as I do in a regular continuity. No, and that's just weird. me. That, the Marvel side of it, the Rick Remender, 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 Remender. That's it. I didn't like his uh, Captain America take when it was coming out every month. When he had Romita and then Klaus Janssen, yeah. and there were some other artists on it. But I just read it all at once. Yep. It's not bad when you sit down and read it as one long story, yeah. but as a monthly, it was hard to follow. Yeah. That's when they put Captain America in this pocket universe oh, with right. the Zola world. Right. He had a son, right. and he aged like 12 years, right. but he was only gone for a couple minutes, and it's really heady shit. Yeah. But you got to really read it all at once because, yeah. like, what the hell is going on? And Zola was. In Captain America's chest. But is that seriously? Here's the question, though. Where's that? Does that undermine a monthly format? It does. In exchange for here's where you should read it as read it as a trade. No, I used to read The Walking Dead as trade. Like I'd wait. Yeah. Every couple months, they'd have six issues as a compilation. I would read that instead of buying the singles, because you're like, oh, don't read that. Especially Kirkman, even with his firepower, he doesn't tell a good story in a single issue. You have to read like five at once to get a good meal. You know what I mean? But he's writing to the trade. Yeah, to me, it feels like you undermine the guy who then buys it in the monthly. Because there's a there's an art to a monthly yeah it's like, like a comic strip in the daily paper it's like you, nothing really happens there, like a monthly a comic a monthly comic yeah. should have a complete arc in that story yeah. in other words each story should no. be complete with threads to the next Kirkman seems like oh this is happening for a couple minutes yeah. and then you need next month for the rest of the couple the, you don't get the full hour yeah until you read six issues well, like once, a good example know? just popped into my head is US Agent yeah US Agent read well monthly you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I guess, again, Owsley probably has that sense of 
writing monthly comics where yeah, each, yeah, yeah. each issue had to hook you. It wasn't like you had someone being able to read a trade right, as the right, thing. Right, the right. trade was great, right. but ultimately your audience is the guy who's buying it monthly. Um, I mean, I'd Christopher rather, Priest. You call oh, them sorry, I'm sorry. Let's get crazy. Let's get nuts now. The same guy. I know it's the same <laughs> guy, but when you said that, I was like, he's not, okay. he doesn't go by Jim Owsley. But I mean, it, there's a there's an art to doing that. Yeah. And I feel like you really should. If you're if I'm buying a monthly, I want to I want to be entertained. I don't want right, to have right, to right, go. Right, right, right. Wow, nothing happened. You know. I right, sucker. <laughs> you just bought this book for nothing. But again, people used to joke. Uh, they used to complain about Byrne when Byrne was was writing and drawing, is that oh John does so little story content in each each issue. But when you look back at that, oh yeah, no no, it's not. not. But I'm saying, nowadays. yeah, nowadays you could when see that. When I get that. those omnibuses from the 80s and 90s, yeah. oh, my God, if there's anything by Claremont or Byrne, do they charge extra for the black ink? That's what I used to say because there's so much copy, so yeah, much yeah. story. It's like this is really a novel yeah. that they just put a couple pictures in. It's like a graphic novel yeah. used to be. It's like, Well, Claremont stuff was always very dense. Oh, yeah, no, but it, um, you don't realize it until you see the collected things. And you go to open them up, and you read see only word balloons. I'm like, you guys have no art in these things. But you know really. what? A good a good kind of parallel to that is Burn watching a Hulk. 60s, 70s, 80s TV show oh, yeah. on streaming. Is that they're not meant to be streamed five no. episodes? No, no, no. They're standalones. You know, yeah, they're not like one episode leads to the next kind of thing. So it's it's yeah. definitely like a different. That's, I just started watching Why the Last Man. Have you watched that? Yeah. The I really first, liked no, it. No, the first episode, you're like, when is something going to happen? Then it finally all hits the fan yeah, yeah, in the yeah. last five minutes yeah. when the virus kicks in. And now it's up to episode four. Yeah, I watched it. It's good, four. but I was thinking to myself, I should just wait till this is done and then sh- watch it all yeah. in two nights because now I'm like, oh, I just rewatched all the Sopranos oh, yeah. because I'm leading up to the movie yeah, next yeah, week because yeah. I was bored. Yeah. Because you forgot. That show was on 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember all the stuff. Yeah. But when you watch, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that actually works well. When you watch them at like five or six at a yeah. clip, because yeah. it's very soap opera yeah. and they all go into each other. Yeah. But they would end every season, and then when they would pick up the next year, they would show like time had passed yeah. in between. Right, as, like if, stories as if there was a year or six months yeah, 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 between. Yeah, because yeah. somebody would have a baby all of right. a sudden, or somebody's right. got a new job. Well, the kids would get bring, older. The kids were getting yeah. older, yeah. so, oh, he's in high school now, right. AJ's in college right. now. But that was the, you're right, they had to adjust it because of time. Because yeah. they took a year or so off to yeah. the production of that show. Yeah. But. You don't, you know, you could watch them all at once. It's fine. Yeah. You don't, but you could watch a standalone as well. Yeah, like Certain I thought, shows. I thought the first four of Why, yeah, were yeah, really good. Together. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a great show. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's it not didn't. Over. No, but I'm saying like what I liked about it was it was solid. Yeah, it didn't feel like, you know, like some of this, like for example, Sweet Tooth. I really yeah. like Sweet Tooth, yeah. but Sweet Tooth felt very much a comic-y thing. Yeah, it did. And this one's dealing with that, but I felt like it was it had weight to it yeah. in a different way. Yeah. I mean, Sweet Tooth had a different feel to it, which is not even the same. Mm. Not a bad thing, but I'm just saying, like sometimes when you adapt a comic, it feels like oh, that was a comic. That's you a could comic. tell. Yeah. Now, why this the last minute felt very like comic? It almost felt, makes me want to go read the book, which yeah, I did. never have. No, it did. Uh, me too. Well, here's one scene I, I don't read get. the first bunch of issues, and yeah. then I just back then. Is it I, close to the story? I don't remember it because no. it was 2000, right? Why did he wake up in that dry cleaner place, and the Asian woman, which couldn't speak English, was going to shoot him? What the hell was that about? Mm. There was three women that find him looking for clothes. Well, because he went into the into the yeah, stinky subway water. Yeah, he did. But he's the only guy that they've seen now for yeah. I don't know how much period of time. All the men have died. Yeah. 
and one woman's there, another woman's there, but this other woman has a gun trained on him yeah, the whole yeah. time. I'm like, oh my god, if she well, she said him, something like he would be used as she, a trade. We could sell him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trade to who? To for what? It was a very weird scene. I'm like, what, what do you what? think? Well, he's the only guy left. He's the only guy with sperm. I understand that, but did they, <laughs> is know, it that global? Like, hey, this guy's. But a I mean, the material. idea of that is pretty big. Yeah. I think that they hit on it a little bit in the one of the other episodes when they talk about the sperm banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you should well, you secure this so because weird. this is the future of the world. It's so weird watching that because I was like, well, all the males died, even the little kids before they had puberty, and I was like. Uh, I don't know. Well, it's a chromosomal thing. Oh, it's a, oh, it's a Y chromosome. That's where chromosome. the Y comes in. Oh, yeah, I yeah. see. Y the last name. And you all see right. a lot of X also well, in there. Well, he kept signing his name Y because he would write a letter to his girlfriend. Right, he he's Yorick. Y. Yorick. So I'm like, oh, that's where the Y came from. But the from Y, the it's, y, a, y it's a chromosome oh. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember when I first, when the thing came out, I read the first couple. Yeah. But I read them as they came out. And then I just, there was a period of time when I was getting my DC comps. Yeah. And I was trying to keep up with DC continuity because that's what I was normally working in. And I felt like anything Vertigo, I'd wind up going, like, I don't have time for this. So I don't have time for this. I would take them to the comic store because I knew I wouldn't be reading them. Yeah, just give them away. Like the Doom Patrol was that. I have stacks of those Doom Patrol by Morrison. Yeah. My head was spinning. I was like, I saved those and I read those. I don't think I read them. I don't know how long that lasted. I remember. I still have I think the issues. Something. No, no, I read for a long time. I still there. have the yeah, original yeah, yeah. issues. Um, the one that kind of stopped or changed, I think I remember when uh, um, Brubaker and Reese, Eduardo Riso yeah. were doing 100 Bullets. Yeah. No, that's. Those I would pull. Isn't it Latham? Isn't no. he in 100 Bullets? Or he's Stray Bullets? No, that was Stray Bullets. Stray Bullets, yeah. But 100 Bullets, very just such a great looking and reading book. Yeah. I would pull those, and then I pulled the American Vampire stuff that Scott Snyder oh, did. Oh, was that good? I loved that. I oh, it was a that. great book. never read it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but generally the did Vertigo stuff. Did they make stuff, that a TV show? No. Oh, they did iZombie. Yeah. I thought they were going to do that Vampire, American Vampire. They could. I mean, it's still he's got a whole mythology. He's got a new thing to just. I was buying. I bought the the Nuchero? new twelve issue. No, I mean he did. He, he no, did but a, I'm saying he just. There's a new book he just sold for movie rights. Nocturra. Yeah, Nocturra, yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Have you didn't buy that? I bought the first issue. I never oh. followed it up. It's good. That. It's an interesting horror story. What's the one that came out uh, with the American flag cover? I saw somebody grabbing that the other day. Undisciplined or undisclosed country or oh. It's Undiscovered like another country. Some, yeah, maybe yeah. it's another independent. I'm like, What's there's a that? lot. It's hard to keep up with. I know, right? Not, Something is killing the children. Then there's Philadelphia. Then there's uh, another big one. Well, that's here's got the a problem. The problem I have is I go through previews and I already order too many books. Right. So when I see other stuff sight unseen, I'm not going to pre-order yeah, it. Yeah. And then it either sells out the first issue at the comic store, and I go, huh, that you looks were getting interesting. You all those books too, weren't you? Like the Second Earth and not the Second Earth. Yeah, is that what um, Something Earth. The Wrong Earth. The Wrong Earth. Which is yeah, a good yeah. one. Um, and the the Second Coming is the yeah, Jesus that's the one. one. That's really good. Of, yeah, yeah. Mark Russell. Yeah. Um, and I actually did the cover. Now I think of it, they didn't run it in previews. I guess it was the previews that's due now. The one that just came out yesterday? No, the one from that was already due. Oh, that was, yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, I did the cover for, um, who's writing it now? I'm thinking maybe it is Mark Russell. And Pete Krause is drawing it, and it's a—I guess it's a villain story. Oh, I did an alternate or a, a variant, which they just listed, but they didn't show it. So no. I should probably put it on 
No, I'm just checking the time. But, uh, now, what else did you pick up this week? You know what I miss Marvel not doing, even though I have most of them, was those true believers? Remember those dollar oh, the books they were reprints? It was yeah. like, oh, okay, next month they would do a... Uh, They're not doing We're doing anymore? Moon Knight month, and then you'd go in there, there'd be like selected issues, or we're doing the scrolls, and you yeah. go in there. No, they stopped doing that like during oh. the pandemic. Maybe it's like, why waste the money? Well, have but you... it was kind of cool for a dollar. Yeah, no, it's a good yeah. deal, and it also introduced those characters. Yeah, exactly. If you didn't want to buy an expensive well, back issue. Well, I noticed issue. Marvel just started repackaging their Marvel Masterworks and these little $14... Collections. Oh, soft covers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paperback. Oh, okay. It'll be like one through ten yeah. with an annual for 14 bucks. Yeah, that's good. It's, and they did the Fantastic Four Spider-Man. They're doing Doctor Strange, X-Men. It's a... Hey, for $14, you give a kid ten issues yeah, yeah. of Spider-Man? Well, I was talking... I was Where actually, are you going to find that now? I was emailing with Roger Stern, yeah. and Roger was telling me he was writing introductions for... Oh, Masterworks that were collecting his stuff, and I say, you know, it's a shame DC just didn't have they, that they same up, yeah. tenacity because Marvel, the Masterworks series, oh, still going, started yeah. in the 80s. later right. '80s, yeah. and those are still going, and now they're reprinting stuff from that era, the yeah. '80s. Yeah. Whereas DC has missed total pockets oh, yeah, of yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they just reprint the same stuff, or yeah. the like Superman, they start it and the, then they restart it. Yeah. And they never wind up getting to. No, like, did they the, finish that burn one? Because it's they three finished volumes. The burn, they did well. The burn one, they did the third hardcover, right? The yeah. Man of Steel. I saw the third one. Fourth one's supposed to be out. I mean, they're they're not done with the burn stuff. No, the Alan Moore Swamp thing, big one comes out. The yeah. new volume I picked yeah, yeah. up the first two, but it's nice because you have this yeah. nice big collected edition. The coloring is really weird. Yeah. Like, it's really vibrant and bright. Yeah. Because it appears... I know the other one's newsprint, so maybe you can only get away with so but much But are they color. using the same coloring, or are they just no, having somebody redo like, it? No, it's you see it side by side. It's like night and day. It's like, here's like a nice orange-purple sunset. Yeah. And then you go look at the original, and it's more of a purple-red yeah, magenta. Yeah. yeah. And like, these are not the same book. But it affects the story sometimes. I'd rather them try to archivally stay the same. Really? Rather than them go like oh, no, one of the problems now. is it's popping off the page. This is another thing that popped up online was um, recoloring the the Neil Adams Batman stories, which Neil supposedly supervises the coloring on. Yeah, and if you compare the original books from say like the seventies to the these hardcovers, yeah, it's modern coloring, it's very brown. Oh, really? No, it's all that brown. And the original ones were very. If you ever have any of those older books, like the. Batman's that he did back in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. He had a hand in coloring those. Yeah. And they were really good because they weren't red, blue, green. No. They were kind of challenging. Yeah. And then now what they look like is they look like most of what computer coloring looks yeah, like, yeah, which yeah, is... Yeah, yeah. I mean, Think it's... flat areas. Yeah. It's a lot of airbrushing and a lot of browns yeah, and a yeah, lot yeah. of dark. Yeah. So there's really no pure color. Right. There's no lightness in any no, of it. No, no, it's no. all like over, Shading, yeah. and it's a. Unfortunately, it's. It's hard to describe, but I know what you're talking about. Well, I it's like it it's like head. it's like a, like a, a dull version of someone airbrushing a yeah. van. Like yeah. we used to joke about the airbrushed van. It's over rendered, but the color choices are very limited, but yeah. in the wrong way. Yeah. Because of just it's, and I know how why it happens is yeah. because people have to like, coloring is done on the fly. Right. They don't pay a whole lot for it, but they want paintings, right? The publishers all want this full-color airbrushing yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it comes down to you have somebody else doing the flats. Yeah. 
and the flatting is just someone dropping in sample colors yeah. that have to be different so that you can then go select and do here's the background. You select here's do the main figure yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah, here's yeah. So it's all about this, like putting in random stuff. But a lot of times these deadlines are so tight that I don't think people change stuff too much. Oh. Sometimes they'll throw an airbrush on something and just to make the deadline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the old days, you were limited by the amount of colors you could use and the color combos, which made you be creative yeah. as far as color choices. Now you have to, the process itself winds up being kind of the, I think, to the detriment oh. because you're stuck with, the, if anybody who knows how flats work, Ooh. if you're doing, you do the selection tool in, in Photoshop, right. you're going to drop in temporary colors for that colorist. Yeah. Even if somebody, say, has a brown shirt and yeah. brown pants, yeah. you would select them separately, and that brown and that, the other one might be kind orange. of orange. Yeah. Well, those are temporary colors, but if a deadline's tight, there's no that. doubt that some yeah. of that stuff winds up being... So people aren't able to make the color choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The good colorists, depending on deadline time, can still do that. But it's a different process because you're doing the separations and the color choices. In the old days, somebody just sat down and did color choices. Mm -hmm. Somebody else did mechanical mm -hmm. separations. Mm -hmm. So you actually had a pure art representation on the old stuff if someone was good. Yeah. A lot of it wasn't good. A yeah. lot of it was just red, blue, green. But there were people like Jerry Serpy at, at, at uh, D.C. who would do really beautiful color things, and they would have to be creative. Mm -hmm. But they could do like a movie-type palette. In other words, like you see it in a Batman comic where there's a, several pages where it's like variations of blue yeah. and maybe a little yellow here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it would be mood, yeah, and yeah. it would set a mood. And those Batmans that Neil Adams did are perfect yeah. in that way because they were all about mood. Right. So they weren't like using every crayon in the box. Right, 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 right. You know, There's as a, a small palette to tell a story. You would use three, four colors. Yeah. It was economical for everybody involved, but it also set a mood. Right. Just like a movie. Right, right, right. You right, know, right. Yeah. trying to do a film noir, you're going to do a lot of shadows. You're not going to do a lot of bright, you know. No. Yeah. Um, but that, so the good colorists back then, I think, get overwhelmed by airbrushing. And new mm -hmm. using the new edition, yeah. and they probably do it more on the older stuff because I've seen them do it on the Kirby stuff, and it yeah, just yeah. looks bad. Yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. wrong. Yeah. But they probably do it more in situations before colorists got credited. That would be my guess. Like in the old, you know, in the seventies, they started putting a color credit. Yeah. And once they put a color credit in, then it's probably harder for them to reprint something without trying to at least approximate what that oh, original okay. colorist did. But any anything before that point, hey, we're not. No, gonna... I know that's all the World War II stuff's crazy yeah. looking. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Somebody's like, that's not what they look like. I'm like, I know. But... In the early Marvel Masterworks, when they first started doing, I think it might have been the third volume of Daredevil Ooh. that did the Wally Wood stuff. Um, Richard Howell, who was also an artist, yeah. Richard Howell did the color guides on that third daredevil and he did this moody thing that actually is really good yeah a lot of people were mad because it didn't seem period you know specific but he did kind of a cool moody again it was still flat color at that point yeah but it looked good but it was clearly cool artist choice you know like color choices using a palette um but again it felt like it worked there because it was still kind of flat it wasn't mm. like airbrushy you know everything having you know light sources with yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, some of it overwhelms me. And a lot of the art is drawn very simply now. Mm-hmm. So the colorist does have more oh, no, work they to do. do. A lot of heavy lifting. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. I used to look at those books. I'm like, it wasn't for a colorist. You'd be like, what the hell is this? Freaking outlines? What is this? Animation cells? Yeah, and I, I've never been able to pull back on that. I've, no. I always want to be able to set the, the scene myself. Please, you're talking from a guy who empties out entire black inks on paper. Like, will you leave some yeah. white? I'm like, no, it's got to be black. Well, that's another thing with I computer color is you never see white as a color. No. If someone has a white costume, it winds up being tan yeah, 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 or it yeah, winds yeah. up being gray. Yeah, yeah. There's no pure white. And white is a great accent color on a page, yeah. you know? I've always I, I like using it on colors just on covers just pure white to highlight something yeah. but you just don't see it which is a shame not anymore anyway that's it we're going to wrap this up anything else anything you want to tell the people uh, what do we got next week a Venom maybe I don't know that's part two be honest with you did we even see you, the first Venom movie because I don't even we remember we didn't see it together I think I saw like yeah. oh what the, I wasn't dying some yeah. of my favorite characters I think it came out in the fall and I might have been at like Baltimore or yeah, something when it yeah, came yeah. out and I think I said oh yeah I saw that because I'm like it was on last night and I watched the first couple minutes of it and I had no memory of it so I go oh it starts with a rocket ship yeah, yeah. and then I'm like oh yeah they came from space and I didn't mind John the Jameson first, was in I didn't yeah. mind the first one but Venom's not a favorite character it's not of mine thing. I don't understand the big appeal I never did I'm like why do people like this well there's an example too with Marvel doing all the Venom oh, stories so money yeah. I was not interested in those comics he was comics. a bad guy as far as Mike I just don't why did he get shifted to a good guy I don't know like the Punisher I honestly like the Punisher as just a bad guy yeah. but then they made him like an anti-hero yeah yeah they got too much I'm like eh yeah if they made him just do limited series throughout the years it would have been fine yeah but they made that ongoing well, series well they burn them out they, they burn, burn them, them out, out. yeah, yeah. the like, Lobo's like that too they, huma- they hum- humanize them too much too I'm like no he's this crazy psycho mercenary killer well it's like the not ready for prime time players yeah it's the same kind of thing once you've tried to make uh, well, prime time a series out of the Punisher you have to give people some empathy yeah, and yeah, some yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so ultimately it kind of kills what might have been interesting about him yeah you know not that you can't do it it no, just you no, can't but he started having supporting characters yeah. and he had that guy microchip yeah, yeah. and then and that stuff all, it, it all works to do a monthly they yeah. were doing like two months oh, they were doing at the, the time. war journal yeah. and then the regular yeah. book and then the war zone yeah. and Oh, because it was making money. Yeah. They were like, let's do like Wolverine. But they do Wolverine that with every great. character, right? And then Wolverine yeah. had a thousand stories. It's like, can't you just... And then Deadpool. Yeah. That I'll never understand. Yeah. I don't understand the appeal of the Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, the movies are fun. The movies are fun, but the book, I'm like, I don't read this. Yeah. I don't. And they're doing that now with a I lot of the honestly, newer I don't, I bought a couple of Deadpool I comics, tried. but I don't think I ever read much. I looked at it and go, eh, it's okay. It's, you read I mean, one, you read them all. If you love them, that's great. Same with yeah. Venom. If you love Venom, fine. I just It doesn't appeal to me yeah. as a as a comic Even character. that newest one that uh, Cates did, Johnny yeah. Cates' segment, yeah. I tried. I got yeah. a bunch of them. I'm like, oh, maybe this is a whole new thing. And then yeah. they connected it to some alien race. And yeah, there had to be crossover. Like, yeah, 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 null or yeah, something. Yeah. I was like, we're yeah. done. We're done. Yeah. Then you do know the Punisher becomes the cosmic ghostwriter. I heard that, yeah. I was like, really? Because yeah. now that messes up the whole character because yeah. he's a, just a dude. Yeah. But now he's going to eventually become like a Herald of Galactus. I'm like, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, it seems too, too, too big. Yeah, like Daredevil does not become, you know, part right. of the Eternals. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, no, he's just a dude. Yeah. Hey, that book has been good. The Daredevil, Eternals? the comic. Daredevil's been oh, really good. It's coming to an end, isn't it? Is it Darsky? Um, is he wrapping that up? I don't know. I know the death of Doctor Strange came out yesterday. I just know that the Daredevil book has been good. He's in prison. They did like a whole thing where he's been in prison 
And then Electra Electra took over as as a. But didn't they do that story years ago where Iron Fist was taking this place when he was in jail? It's a good story though. I mean, Kingpin's the mayor of New York, and I mean, a lot of it is very intriguing. Yeah, it's nicely done. I thought they did that too before. They probably did everything before. Everything's been done. The Fantastic Four break up again. Yeah, yeah. For the eighth time, four no more. They just like that title. Reed Richards cures the thing. Five alive again. Right. Spider Man loses his powers. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I mean, it becomes kind of a thing for a different generation. You just have to come up with a new spin. I know. I know. I don't even know what the main X Men. I've tried when the X Men just came back the last. I did too. I bought a couple again. I don't really have enough. I don't know interest in them. I don't know how I survived the burn Claremont years, and then the Smith ones, and then the Junior ones. I was there for a long time. I read X Men, and then Jim Lee up until the Jim Lee Chris yeah. Lee. I was following that, yeah. and then I went off the train. Yeah, the I Weezy, read it up through Claire, through Claremont's yeah, run. X Factor. I yeah. was reading those New Mutants. Yeah. I was reading those. So oh, I have in the tons 90s, of Wolverines. I, I was looking at all these, and they're all sitting on, on the yeah, floor yeah, yeah, in the yeah, basement. Yeah. And I'm yeah. thinking. The flood can take them. Yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't feel Let's as see. bad no, as I wouldn't like, be, the no. other stuff that I lost no, years ago. I feel that way with my All-Star Squadron books. Oh, no. Hey, they're on the bottom row. <laughs> I have books layered in the basement. So when you when, so the, when, when the you hear about the comes. five-inch rains, you go, oh, I'll put those oh, at the bottom. The All-Stars. Don't worry about it. They're all bagged. Be careful, though, because the box on the bottom, when the rain hits it, it swells Soaks up and it tips the other boxes over. Shut That's up. That's what happened to me. Fucking all-star squadron might take down my FFs. So you think stacking no, them I helps, have. but it's like they actually swell up yeah. and tip over and they dump the other books. No, that I wouldn't have, have been No, I wouldn't have thought in, that. Yeah. No, no, no. I have, uh, no, here's what I have. Generic books that I could care less on. They're in the first level. The second, because those books are like 11 inches high. The water's going to have to be really high to get to the good stuff. The next level's like, the 80s books that are bagged. You, you know. don't have shelves? No, I have them all stacked in a So you need spot. shelves, and then you put the sacrificial stuff on the bottom yeah. shelf. <laughs> sacrificial And the stuff. other stuff yeah. is on the... Oh, know. the good stuff's on top. Yeah. The FFs, the Spider-Mans, But you got to buy top. shelves, because you, you, you cannot... I'm water. telling you, trust me, this yeah. happened to me. You, yeah. tr- you cannot stack boxes without having them tip no, over I, I, when I the water gets that. to them. Yeah. I have books that would have been safe that were on that second level. Yeah. The book... The box been beneath it deteriorated, smushed, gave its life. tipped over. Yeah, you know what I got hit in the head with the other day? My metal Captain America shield that Burn bought Kupperberg that I got. Your from wife Kupperberg. threw it at you? No, I was moving stuff around for the GamerCon show, and it was <laughs> propped up against the wall. And as I'm lifting a box, all of a sudden I heard something. What's that? And bang! Oh no! I felt like the Red Skull. Oh, it that's slammed funny. me right in the head. I go, and I had to look to see if I dented it. I go, that really hurt. It's and adamantium. I'm like, imagine that. We found him dead. What happened? Oh, his Captain America shield split his head open. Justice prevailed. Right? That's how he went out. I wanted to go out with a bang. Justice has prevailed. Or a clang. (laughs) With a K. K K-L-A-N-K. Clang. Or Krang. Krang. That thing was heavy. Yeah. Who thought this was a good idea? Where is this? That your storage unit? No, it's down in the stairs. Like, I have all my books and I have this. Can't you hang that on a wall? I could hang it on a wall, but it's heavy as shit. I know, but you got to hang it. You got to put the screws in the wall and you put it in the beam. Like, you got some support beams. Put Put a couple of eye hooks, hang that thing close to the wall. It's got this wooden thing that comes with it that says Operation Rebirth and a little uh, plaque that says, you know. 
John Byrne gave this to Copperberg, and now you have it. It's got these letters. It's not yeah. small. No, I, I. It's massive. Yeah, yeah. Like how big would Captain yeah. America really have to be? Yeah. To, it's about two well, and a half feet. You couldn't like in the comics where he wears a shirt over it. No way. You know that it'd no, be no, like no, he'd, he'd look like eighties. Even like that eighties big oh, shoulder thing. Oh, the big shoulders thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no way. And then like the new shields that they make for the movies are small. They're like barely twenty yeah. inches. I'm like that, you could probably hide. Still, you look like a turtle. But if someone, like a Nazi, shooting at you with a machine gun, Which you need that bigger day. shield, yeah. right? Oh, no. That's what I'm saying. This would work. Like, yeah. you could hide behind yeah. this thing. Like, in case trouble breaks out, I'm going to go hold on a chair, and I'm going to run downstairs, trying to get through the doorway with a big shield, and I'm going to throw it. Ask your cop friends how, how good this would be in a... You know. Oh, they'll laugh at me. They'll say, oh, that's funny. Hey, the you guys, are... next time you guys uh, want to practice target shooting, I'll, I'll, I'll be out there with... <laughs> I won't last long. I'll put the wings on. They have a little helmet. <laughs> I want a triangle one. I want a triangle yeah. shoe. They make those. Do they really? Yeah. Huh. For like a hundred bucks, some guy makes a metal one. Hey, what am I gonna do with this? But didn't am I Marvel be do one? With it? They did, I thought they Marvel did like a. One? Didn't they do like a replica one back in the uh, around oh, the, the time when they first did those? The World War Two one? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. That would be cool. I always thought that was a cool design. But which one though? There's some that have a red, white, and blue stripe. There's some oh, that just have red and white. There's one with three stars on top. There's there's a lot of different variations of it. There's a lot of shields. It's yeah, got three. Of three stars. A big star yeah, and, and then two, two smaller, smaller ones, ones on either yeah. side. Coming from the man who put 60 stars on the flag. Don't start. Sure. Say goodnight, Jerry. We're coming out on an hour and 30 minutes of Hold that fun. against me. Yes. That's it. That's it. All right. See ya. Bye, Bonds. has been a production of Big Fedora Marketing, LLC. The folks that bring you the terrific Comic-Con, GamerCon, and so much more. Thanks for listening.